You're listening to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. Well, thank you for joining us on the Lynx Podcast. Uh, my name is John, and I have the privilege today. Our conversation is with our mayor, Brandon's mayor, Harry Buck. Harry, thank you for joining us. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. Happy to be here. Awesome, awesome. I uh, I got to tell you, I mean, when when you uh, when you won the election, it was it was a relief. I, I think for me, partly because you won, but also partly because um, uh, it, communities aren't designed for votes. I really believe that because anytime you vote, you're, you're creating mm-hmm. two camps yeah. and, and you and, and, and multiple people who want to serve mm-hmm. multiple people who want to invest in the community and, and what a vote does, it creates is it kind of creates an us and them. And so anytime a, a, an election cycle is over, I'm grateful yeah, because exactly. we have now, uh, you've got the support of the community. And I just think, you know, obviously many people that are listening to this know you and know your your history here, but I, I want to give you an opportunity to kind of tell your story. So those people that are new to Brandon understand, get under the, get under the hood of Harry and how'd you get to Brandon? Tell us that story. Okay. Well, I got to Brandon or my family and I got to Brandon, um, back in 1983, uh, was sent here for work. Um, okay. I was in the seed business at that time with the DeKalb Seed Company and, um, they decided to, uh, Open up a new sales region in in North and South Dakota and part of Minnesota, and they uh, offered me the opportunity to to be the regional manager, and so we moved uh, and picked Brandon. We could have gone any place, I guess, in that geography, yeah. but um, we kind of wanted to be, you know, someplace not too far away, probably from Sioux Falls, uh, but not necessarily in it. And you know, we did some research, and the school system looked terrific, and even back then. And so we just uh, landed in Brandon, and we just fell in love with it. Yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty cool. And then we left. Okay. Yeah, we were here for uh, for four years. And in 1987, the company that I was with, uh, DeKalb, offered me the opportunity to uh, go into the home office and be the national sales manager. Okay. And you know, we really didn't want to leave Brandon very bad, but it was one of those business opportunities that. It was just really hard to say no to, and yeah, so, yeah. and so we did. We moved back to uh, our home state where we grew up, uh, not too far from where we grew up actually, and and lived in Sycamore, Illinois, for five years. And then, as happenstance, um, an opportunity came up for me to move back, or for us to move back to Brandon. Yeah. And so, um, we just jumped on that opportunity because we liked it so well here when we were here before, and. Still had a lot of the great, same great, great friends, and so sure. it was pretty terrific to have an opportunity to come back. So you you moved to Brandon, moved away, and then moved back. So Correct. You, you picked Brandon twice then. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that's good. I, I didn't know that that was Illinois is your home state then? Yes. Yeah, so we both, Barb and I grew up in Illinois, okay. in northwestern Illinois, okay. and um, um, we met in high school, um, high school sweethearts, so to speak, I guess, and um, been together ever since. A long time ago. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Well, she must be, must be, I don't, I don't know your wife as well, but must be a fantastic lady. 
follow you around. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Trades in your South Dakota, yeah, Illinois. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's yeah, pretty cool. Some of my friends tell me that I outkicked my coverage when yeah. I got Barbara to say yes. And so uh, I believe that. Yeah, I can, I can relate. Same. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty awesome. Well, Harry, so it, now was that when you got into real estate? Because I, I only knew, you know, I only know this this most recent season of okay. you as a as a Hague realtor and, and doing real estate. That's all I know. Actually, I stayed in the seed business when I came back um, until about uh, 2001 or two. Monsanto bought DeKalb. Okay. And so um, I stayed with Monsanto for a few years, and then they came up with a— um, kind of an early retirement package for anybody that had been with the company more than 15 years. And yeah, and I just decided at that time, it was probably time for me to try something different. So uh, I was, I think, 52 or so at the time. And I didn't want to just retire. I probably could have, but uh, I'd always thought about the real estate business some. And so I I visited with a a good friend of mine, Gene Johnson, who was a, a realtor in Brandon and developer. And he encouraged me to uh, go ahead and get licensed, and so I did. And uh, I started out with uh, Lee Skelling at Town and Country, and Lee and I still work together today. Um, so, yeah, it's been it's been a real positive thing. Good deal. I so having lived here back is, is you know in '83. That's almost 40 years ago now. Mm-hmm. Leaving, coming back. I mean, obviously, Brandon's changed. Absolutely, um, yeah. What What would you say now as the mayor, what has not changed about Brandon over the last 40 years? Well, you know, I think that one of the really positive things about Brandon for us was the was the great people. I mean, we, we just have a terrific uh, group of people in Brandon. I mean, it's, it's very friendly people. Um, you know, there's always going to be a few people that in any community that um, – Want to focus on negative things, but overall, uh, I think Brandon has been a company or a, a community that's been very positive. I mean, you can just see that uh, so many good things have happened. You know, with the uh, the baseball association, the soccer association, the tennis association, have all gone out and and raised a terrific amounts of money to uh, improve facilities. And you don't do that in a, you know in a community that's not kind of all for one. I think, yeah. and so it. Uh, and, and that's one of those things that's always been great about Brandon for us. Serving now, you've served in in, in different roles in city government over the past. Mm-hmm. What do you see going forward? What do you see the future 40 years from now? What do you see the future of Brandon being uh, in, in, in your role now? How do you plan or what's your what's your thought looking forward about our community? Well, we just need to continue to manage our growth. Um, you know, we we struggle with with like a lot of communities do in the Sioux Metro area. Um, you know, we, an awful lot of our revenue from our for our budget comes from sales tax, and you know, the sales tax situ, situation for us is better than it is for many communities around because our business organizations are growing. Um, but it's uh, it's something that we just need to manage that growth and um, um, you know it's just there's there's growing pains and sure. that's going to be a constant for us but it's a positive thing in a sense because yeah. we're growing and right. there are an awful lot of communities in the state that wish they had growing pain issues 
um, because they just don't. It's just the opposite. So we're fortunate. When you prioritize, I, I've I've had the privilege, uh, you know, of having a great relationship with my city reps, you know, and I, mm-hmm. it's it's just really been, hey, how you doing? Send an email, make a phone call, show up at a city council meeting. When you guys prioritize, when the when the leadership, uh, the council, the staff, as a mayor, you're seeing it now. You know, what are the priorities when it comes to dollars that the city is getting? How do you prioritize those dollars? in terms of ways of people that they might not notice it or realize where dollars are going, the CIP, um, yeah. I think that's what we call it, right? Yep. CIP. I mean, those are important documents, but again, somebody that doesn't understand that might be watching, what what is that? Where are those priorities for a city like Brandon? Well, I think you would have to say that our top priority is probably public safety. Um, the uh, police department is probably, I'm not sure about this, but I think probably uses the most of our budget from a personnel standpoint. Um, and public safety is something that we're all very, very concerned about. And and we're very fortunate. You know, yeah. our crime rate in Brandon, I think, is the lowest in the state. Um, I've got a tremendous amount of confidence in uh, Chief Steffel. Um, I've known Jamie for a long time. And He's a class individual, and he's doing a terrific job, in my opinion. And so public safety is, is I think we have one officer for about every eight or 900 people um, in town, and, and that's probably about where it needs to be. And so public safety is always going to be a, a major issue for us uh, of importance. And then, you know, the infrastructure comes after that. Sure. Um, you know, it's uh, we're in the middle of doing a – uh, reconstruction projects in the core area of Brandon, um, and it's just past due. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, a lot of that's 50, 60 years old, and uh, um, we have to stay up with that infrastructure, and and we're getting sidewalks, and we're doing all the kinds of things that we need to do to, uh, to have a, a good, safe, solid community. Yeah. You're, you're in touch with that. Uh, obviously, you're as a realtor. You're in conversation with people on a regular basis that want to make Brandon their home, right? Um, what What do you hear from people that are moving here, not just from South Dakota, but from all over the country now? Well, what, yeah, what do you I, hear from people that want to make Brandon? That, their home? Uh, yeah, actually, from all over the country. Actually, I'm getting phone calls from Texas and and um, oh man, I've had them from several states. And mm-hmm. um, one of the things that I'd say the most important thing is when people with families research the best school systems, they end up looking a lot at Brandon. I mm-hmm. mean, our school system is so good. I mean, we just, uh, you know, we're the top uh, AA public school as far as academics are concerned. And and that just really is, is something that is a highlight for people when they're looking for a place to relocate. And they maybe don't want to be right in the, in the middle of the biggest city in the state, but they want to be close to it. And and then it's pretty hard to argue with um, with Brandon. And I think when they come to Brandon, we show them around and we show them all of our facilities. And I just had a a couple from Colorado in last week, and man, oh man, I hope I hope they come. Uh, they just are terrific. I mean, it's a family of father and and uh, mother and three kids and. Those kids are so so uh, mm-hmm. respectful and positive and that sort of thing. You know where to get it. And um, um, he's in the process of looking for employment in the area because they'd like to come to this area. And uh, I'm, you know, he's got an application in Adagi and I think at USF. And uh, okay. 
Um, so I, I'm really hopeful that that they that he finds what he wants and they're able to come. So, but that's the kind of pe- people it seems like we attract. Yeah, that's great. Well, I I think you know you you we were talking about this before we got on air here. One of the pieces that I think is so important, obviously, our government and you serving as mayor. I'm I'm appreciative of that. I'm appreciative of everyone who's served in that role uh, on the council. We have a number of committees, uh, you know, very, becoming very familiar with our parks um, mm-hmm. uh, committee. You know, by Barb Fish, Tim Jorgensen, these these kind yeah. of people, uh, uh, Dana Clark. I mean, th- these kind of people that are are just really invested here and want to be a part. Um, one of the reasons I think we've had that been able to maintain that is because of that, you know, that uh, the communication. And and you'd mentioned we were talking a little bit about. Our friend Jill Meyer, who <laughs> who you and I both agree, right. uh, she's kind of like the unofficial mayor. Yeah, Brynn. exactly. She's at everything. Yeah, and yeah. she's really documenting and recording uh, the story of Brandon as mm-hmm. it unfolds. Mm-hmm. And uh, this this podcast, you know, this podcast is really a part of Jill's dream for moving us forward because uh, you know newspapers, you know, newspapers aren't, you know, that's not an industry that people are getting into. It's exactly like right. the Argus kind of. I'm not sure exactly what what they've done. I don't follow it very close, but it seems like they're kind of taking a step back. Oh yeah, they're downsizing, and most newspapers are around the country. It's just uh, it's just sort of a sign of the times. But uh, Jill has kept our paper strong, and and uh, you're right, she is a person that uh, she's just about everywhere. And uh, I um, we've become you know good friends, and over the years, and she's um, she's uh, a real positive part of, of our community. Absolutely. So I, I'm, I'm, I, I really believe that we need to, you know, support that. And, and, you know, that's why we're, you know, this podcast is part of an extension of, of the brand Valley media group. And we're, we're definitely connected there. And so I just want to thank you not only for, you know, not only for serving our community, but also investing here. And I, and I think one of the things that I want to communicate and I want people to to see is the value of not only participating but then investing locally and uh, you mentioned Gene Johnson mm-hmm. I have not had the privilege of meeting Gene but I've heard over the years of obviously his part of the reason we're at where we're at is because some of the vision that he had that's exactly right he um, he was a you know a good friend and and he was a terrific promoter for Brandon um, he did very well um, doing that, but uh, I remember even telling me one time that somebody was wanted to buy some land off of him that was right on Split Rock, and they wanted to put up some sort of a, a metal type building, um, like a Morton type building to operate some business out of. And he told them that they needed to go down and look at the First National Bank building, and uh, they needed to come back with some sort of a plan like that, or he didn't think it would. And he evidently he didn't sell it to him. And um, so, I mean, he kind of had that vision, I think, that uh, of what makes a community really strong. And so, yeah, he was uh, he was a good one. Yeah, yeah. From a development standpoint, you know that there's that tension between wanting to be, and I let, but I use the term because it just makes sense to me. A bedroom community. Yeah. Seventy right. plus percent of our people work in Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. Uh, more and more are working out of their home which I think is a good thing. But, you know, and people people want to come home and they want it to be safe and they they want to be 
you know, to know their neighbors. Safe and friendly. Yep. And, and that's kind of what we are. Um, yeah, with a, with a terrific school system. I mean, that's kind of, I always tell people that that Brandon is sort of a community that evolves around the churches and the school system. And that's really kind of what we are. We don't have like a town square. I mean, now our businesses are growing and the chamber's doing a terrific job with that. And and we're getting more businesses all the time, and we've got quite a few more lined up to come in in the next year or so. But we really sort of evolve around, you know, yeah. the, the churches and, and the school system and athletics and, you know, all of the associations that we have. And the, the Boosters Club at Brandon has been really terrific over the years. I was able to serve on that when our kids were in school. And, and um we got the uh, Lynx TV thing going yeah. there four or five, six years ago, I suppose now it has been. Um, and it was no problem. I mean, I I tuned in one day to watch something, and they didn't have announcers. And I thought, well, we just got to get announcers. And so I talked yeah. to um, to Randy Marceau, the athletic or the activities director at the time, and he said, well, we could, but we'd have to get some money. He said it'd probably cost $3,500. And I said, well, we can raise that. I mean, that's not a problem. And so uh, we did, and now we have announcers on all as many athletic events as we can do. Um, yeah. And it's really been a nice thing. That is a, that's, a huge, that's a huge asset to be able yeah. to connect to the to Alliance and, you know, Lynx TV. Now, are Lynx, help me understand, what's the relationship between Alliance and Lynx? Is there any... Links TV, is there any connection there or? No, not necessarily. Alliance has has furnished a lot of equipment. Um, the Boosters Club basically covers the cost now, the ongoing cost. Um, and the Boosters Club donors basically sure. cover the ongoing cost of that. And uh, we need to we need to get you on there to do some color in a football game one of these times. I think that would be kind of fun. Well, I love, I mean, my... You know, one of my dreams was to be a stay-at-home dad and be a sports radio. So okay. that's that's uh, that's right in my wheelhouse. It's uh, I love doing it. I I came to I I got Sioux Falls through uh, through the Sioux Falls storm, and so okay. got to know Rich Rosty and okay. Uh, you know, of course, having him, I've done a few color games for the storm. And, okay, good. And I just love that. I love that. So yeah, I'm I'm willing to plug that, in whenever. So. That would be that would be a great thing. We'd have to try and do that sometime. Yeah. Well. we'll Looking forward to that. So, well, I tell you what, we're uh, speaking. You speaking about local businesses, but we're we're sponsored this our season. You know, you talk about sponsorships, and I think one of the th- coolest things about sponsors in Brandon, all of our sponsors are so far have been have been local businesses, which are not only, you know, not only locally owned and operated, but are in reinvesting. And uh, this season, Pizza Ranch and County Fair has stepped up to make this season possible, and. I, I don't. I think. I think there's things you mentioned. The school. You mentioned churches. I would add to that, Pizza Ranch. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was at Pizza Ranch a couple of years ago, and and I saw a friend of mine, and I was like, man, I didn't know you lived in Brandon. He goes, I don't. Like, where do you live? Oh, we live in Hartford. Really? <laughs> and yeah, he goes, yeah, terrific. but we have our birthday parties at Pizza Ranch in Brandon. Aaron does a great job. I mean, he he's uh, he's a terrific guy, and he does a great job, and so. Um, Proud of the proud of him, and and you know he yeah. was a Brandon guy or Valley Springs actually, and uh, right. Brandon Valley guy, and uh, he's just uh, you know got involved in that. I don't know. I suppose it's been fifteen or twenty years ago now, and now ends up owning it, and um, he does. He just does a terrific job. Yeah, I, I think you know, and we're you know we're really you know working towards this idea of a community center. Um, 
you know, and I think that's important. I think that's going to happen. It's going to take some time and some investment yeah. uh, by the people in our community. But when you look towards our school, you know, our churches and places like Pizza Ranch, Sunshine, the hardware store, Ace Hardware. I mean, these are, these are the places where people run into each other. Yeah. You know, we, you and I both, you know, we, we do a lot of our work over tables like this, yeah, right. You know, relationship business happens around, around food. And, uh, so if you're a family, obviously you want to get the kids have a fun night. Everybody gets something they want yeah, from exactly. ice cream to salad bar. Right. I, you know, pizza this ranch. family that was here from Colorado last week, we took them to the pizza ranch for lunch and, uh, we got the kids all a few tokens to go at sure. the county fair. And so, yeah, they were loving it. And so. That's awesome. I, yeah. I love the game. I love yeah. them in there. I'm just too big to get on those inflatables anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. I, they're, right. they're, they're not very nice to me when I try to crawl. Yeah, there. right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get you out of there. Yeah. <laughs> so. The, uh, yeah, we, you know, the, the community center is something that's uh, kind of on the burner right now, as is uh, hopefully some at some point in time an indoor hockey uh, facility. Yeah. The hockey association's out working hard to yeah. To raise money, and that'll just be terrific too if we can get that done at some point. Yeah, I think uh, I'm excited. You know, hopefully by the time this this airs this fall, we'll have some more some more information. I'm very encouraged by the, you know, in just a short time the progress that we've made, and it's only possible because of the city's investment and partnership. Yeah. Because this, the wellness center is is about all of us winning, and it starts with our city. Uh, it starts with our schools. It starts with our associations, which you have mentioned. Our soccer association has really stepped up um, to support this wellness center, and, and I think it's a long-term win. I mean, when I look mm-hmm. at the number of vehicles that travel outside of Brandon to do sporting activities, recreational activities, especially in November through March. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, we, we got to keep some of those wheels here in town, and, and I think a community center not only will do that, I think it'll also help create these kind of. Hey, I ran into, you know, so and so at the at the wellness center. Way back when I was on the city council, I and, and it must have been about two thousand six or seven. Um, the um, soccer association came in to fill us in on you know their activities and what they were doing, and at that time they said we were sending three hundred kids a week to Sioux Falls to play soccer. And I thought, oh my lord, we got to quit doing yeah. that. And so uh, it worked out great. And but you know, we probably still are sending some, I suppose, different age groups and that sort of thing. But yeah. it's not; it's a lot better now than it used to be. Yeah, well, it's the city has really stepped up. I having having talked with soccer and baseball, mm-hmm. um, the city has really embraced those and given you know a first lot Nas- of space. First National Bank Field has been a fantastic thing for us. I mean. Went out there one day a year or so ago in the spring, early spring, and there was a game going on. So I stopped and, and walked up, and it was uh, Winona State was playing Bemidji. And I got talking to some people, and both of their fields were not fit. So they decided to play each other in Brandon, South Dakota. And um, that's just really a terrific thing. That is outstanding. And that's and that's a credit, obviously, to you know all the hard work of the – uh, you know, Chris Brown and the oh, others. Yeah. I mean, those yeah. guys, yeah, they really they've did. done it right. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I think that's something that's bringing, it's bringing traffic, just like, you know, a Houston mm. Speedway. Yeah. You know, exactly. getting Houston's back now. Yeah. I, I mean, they've got a big weekend coming up this weekend. Um, they've got, I think, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, okay. And there'll be a lot of folks here. They, 
asked me to come out and say a few words, I think, Sunday night. And it, it's a big race, I guess. Are you going to get you to run the flag? I don't do think that? so. I don't <laughs> think so. And they're sure not going to get me in one of those cars. <laughs> Sing the national anthem or something? Yeah, no, that won't okay. happen either. That All won't right. happen. Well, Harry, I appreciate you coming in and uh, taking the time. And thanks for your serving our community. I uh, really appreciate your your vision and your, your willingness to serve. Thank you. Well, we've got a great community, and it's a pleasure to, to work with a lot of good people. So, All right. Happy to be here. All right. Appreciate Thank you. It. You bet. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on the Love Your Neighbor podcast. The purpose of the Love Your Neighbor podcast is to build community one conversation at a time. You can help us build that community by sharing the podcast on your social media channels and rating our podcast on whatever platform you're listening from. Another way is to let us know of any neighbors who have a story. Go Leaks! Go Leaks!